Hello, welcome to the table. Uh, this is uh, we're talking about the history of SpongeBob, and today's podcast will be featuring Julian Gidros, the Vu fan. Yo. So, do you guys know that the the make, creator of SpongeBob, Steven Hillenburg, was a marine uh, marine biologist. He made comic books to teach his students about marine biology called the Intertidal Zone. Um, yeah, he actually, it, uh, I think it was pretty cool of him because um, he pretty much used those comic books, I think, to help teach his like, students about marine biology and like how it can be used like real world and how it affects us in the future, you know? Yeah, I mean, the world right now is... It's not doing too great as before, at least. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot but, of there's a lot of pollution, really, but there's also a lot of like yeah. parts of the ocean we haven't even explored, you know, because we've only explored like what five percent of the ocean. Yeah, five percent. There's like a lot of plastic in the ocean, and so it's it's really cool of them to make uh, a TV show to help the world out. Yeah, and that TV show he made was uh, SpongeBob SquarePants. He made that show. Yeah. Well, like we've said, it was actually a comic book that was used to educate his students. But now he um he actually pitched it to Nickelodeon, and um they made it into a full cartoon with its seasons. I think it has six yeah. seasons, I believe. I let's see how many people uh, uh watch SpongeBob. Uh, while Wu looks up the statistics, um. Uh, Steven Hillenburg um is um unfortunately deceased, but um the SpongeBob series continues to go on today with the uh, I think two spinoffs of the show. Yeah, R P to Steven Hillenburg. But I yes. just looked it up, <coughs> and there are fifty million viewers each month watching SpongeBob. Wow, fifty million really active viewers. That's really incredible. Yes, people still watch SpongeBob a month. Even if he's not with us today, people still watch him, and I don't even think they know who yeah, made the show. To be honest with you, yeah, RP. Oh, okay. So, Steven Hillenburg. Did you know that Steven Hillenburg will go on to help aspiring marine biologists and become licensed? Become licensed. Yeah, that was that was I think one of his uh, original main goals to make um aspiring marine biologists like um actually like full on educators and teach other people about the topic yeah. of marine biology. Mm, I think a marine biologist actually I don't know if he knew him or not, but um they named an actual fungi uh, fungus that I believe they found in the ocean. Of, um, they named it um SpongeBob something. No, sp- it was spongy, um, spongy forma square pants. Uh, sigh. Yep, that's the name, and yeah. it looks like a weird little brain. Yeah, it looks. It looks. It actually does look like a brain. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay, guys, it's time for an ad break. We'll see you guys in a bit. Have you guys slept on the world's comfiest bed? Because I have. And I think it's awesome. Yeah. Um, the the bed is made out of 100% the world's best material. 
It's and it's actually upcycled from plastic that is found in the ocean. Yeah. So These each be- time you buy this bed, ten turtles are not dying because of plastic. For each and bed you buy, realistic. ten million turtles will be saved from plastic. And yes, you can help today yes. by buying buying a turtle from the link at the end of this video, of this podcast. Yes. Yes. So so if you so if you buy two beds, we'll give you a free turtle that will last for ten years. And this offer ends at the end of the podcast. So if you do not get the link by the end of the podcast, you do not get a free turtle. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, what's it called? The price of this bed is really cheap. Really cheap. It's just a hundred thousand dollars, guys. It's it's really cheap. It's really Trump change if you ask me. That's that's easy yeah. money. So if you can't afford it, well, that's a you problem. Yeah, because you don't get a turtle. Alright. So visit uh com for this free bed. We're doing yes, a free bed you... every time people buy a hundred beds. So don't miss this promotion. <laughs> Yes, if you want to get the free bed, you got to make sure to go to my Instagram and and you got to get into the into into the um the giveaway from the link in my yes. bio. You have to follow both our Instagrams to get this free promotion. Yeah. Enjoy. Okay, back on the topic of stealing Hindenburg. Um so there were, yeah, so apparently yeah, there were a lot of SpongeBob spin-offs. Right. Alright. What do you think there else is to talk about, Who? Okay. Yeah. Welcome back from the, our ad break. So, we're today we're gonna keep talking about how Patrick was an act was con- initially conceived as a angry bar owner. Do you guys know that? Was he really? Yeah, really. Julian, what, do you, look what are your thoughts quick. about it? So, while he looks on that, so, the Patrick was uh, introducedly, uh, was first entered the picture when when Hillenberg and Drymon were storyboarding by pilot. But before there was a lovable dummy Patrick Star, but Starfish in the first story had a huge chip on his shoulder because he was a punk and he's pink he owned a roadside bar and was a bully bill bill bagger uh backet known mostly as stabber from coach and or slash marshall's dad on how i met your mother voices patrick by slowing his speech and pretending that his mouth is in his chest yeah. so julian are you done uh, looking up yeah so after looking it up, I I do see what you're saying is that he was conceived but had to be an angry bottom. That is really interesting because in the show he's actually SpongeBob's what best friend I think, and they live like yeah. right next to each other almost. That's crazy. That's really crazy. So if Patrick was a, a angry bottom, I don't think the show will last that much. Or yeah, honestly, Patrick I think it would have lost character. its like viewing. Because I think yeah. it would have been more focused towards, like, adults almost. 
Yeah, There's no kids are going to care about an angry bar owner. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about how Steven Hillenberg, um came up with the idea of SpongeBob. So he he was first fascinated with the ocean as a child and began developing his artistic abilities at a young age. Although these interests would not overlap for some time, the idea of drawing fish seemed boring to him. And Hillenberg pursued both during college, received a major in marine biology, and a minor in art. That's it's really hard to major to to major to, uh, bow and art. So, after yeah, that's honestly a huge accomplishment. After graduating in nineteen eighty four, he joined the Ocean Institute, an organization in Dana Point, California. Dedicated to educating the public about marine science and maritime history. At the institute, Hellenberg's love of the ocean began to influence his artistry. He created a comic book named The Intertidal Zone. Yeah, he and used by the institute to teach visiting students about the animal life or of tide pools. A comic stared. Various anthropomorphic sea life forms, many of would involve to SpongeBob SquarePants characters. Hillenberg tried to get the comic professionally published, but none of the companies he sent it were interested. So yeah, what do you think about that, Julian? That's kind of sad. Um. To know that, like, yeah. companies didn't really like him then, but, you know, you look at him now, and he's, like, pretty big. He made Spongebob. Like, that's yeah, a huge show. Spon- and you said how many yeah. viewership? 59, like, mil or something like that? 50 mil a month. That's that's honestly crazy that they let him go. Yeah, so, I'm actually really surprised that they, did, they turned down the comic book. So... After that, the companies rejected his comic book. He attended a animation festival, which inspired him to make a slight change in course. Instead of continuing his education with a traditional art program, Hillenberg chose to study experimental animation at the California Institute of Arts. However, the Nickelodeon legal department discovered after voicing acting been completed for the original seven minute pilot episode that the name Sponge Boy. Yeah, so what do you think about that, Julian? That uh, he went to ex- uh, study like uh, air ex- experimental animation. What do you think about that? Um, that's a that's a cool, um, cool like study because I feel like um, a lot of like studies really like nowadays they're like more focused towards like workforce. And there's not very many on art yeah. as back then. Like back then, there wasn't as many as there. Now we have plenty of um, plenty of what's it called um, plenty of art majors and stuff. Shows, yeah, yeah, art majors. So, okay, so as he was doing his comic books or something like that, uh, Nickelodeon uh, legal department discovered after voicing, voice acting. Have been completed for original seven minute pilots. Yeah, so he was a was a, a voice actor. Okay, move on. Uh, that the name Sponge Boy 
was already in use for the MOP product. In, cho in choosing a replacement name, Hillenburg felt that he had to include the, the word sponge in the name, so viewers wouldn't think of Spongebob as Cheese Boy. Cheese Boy? Or Cheese Man. Yeah, so he said on Spongebob Squarepants. Well, I mean, I think I think, think SpongeBob kind of looks like a piece of cheese. I mean, he has a bunch of holes on him. He does. He on. I honestly could see him as really cheese boy. But his parents, I think, are sponges. No, they're like dirty sponges. I think so. Yeah, they are. They are sponges. Yeah, so I guess that's more of a fitting. Yeah. So that's really amazing how how they he uh got the name SpongeBob. Yeah, because honestly, I I feel like I wouldn't have it any other way. But back then, it was probably hard to think of names. So yeah. what do I know? Any other names will be very like, would different. Will be very different. <laughs> okay, thank you for joining us in our podcast. Thank you for watching uh, the Tabletop Podcast. We'll be, seeing... um, we'll be seeing you guys next time on yes. the next podcast. Uh, Julian, yes. Fu, um, Julian, Julian Kuros and Vufan here. Um, it was an amazing talk. I love talking about SpongeBob. Honestly, I used to watch him a lot when I was yeah. older. I don't really watch him as much now, though. But I'll for sure have to go back on that after learning all the stuff that I've learned today. Yeah. Ho hope you enjoyed the podcast. Hopefully, you can add us, you know, support, support our bed, you know. And we'll see you guys later.